Mm. There are different, many different styles of decoration with colors signifi- uh, signifying specific good fortunes okay. or color combinations. Much Along- like the golf building during good weather downtown. There's like positive colors on that thing and, and no then, one knows what they are, like, but they're like, cool. Just yeah. to rem- if it's just red, <laughs> it's distract us <laughs> from the fact that the building is condemned. <laughs> <laughs> and the sky is gray. Yeah. <laughs> Hey roaches and worms, I'm Toddy Tondera, and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour through secondhand items, searching for vibrant vintage, useful unusuals, big budget bangers, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week, we curate a thrift haul, dive into the details, play some games, and maybe even a few surprises. I'm still sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? Stay soft, get beaten, only natural to harden up. Mitski, stay soft, and speaking of soft, we have a few very soft episodes of Thrifty on the horizon. Too much content once again for one episode, so this week will be part one. Next week will be part two, and we're going to be talking about plush backslash stuffed animals. How cute, how fun. I got an excited panel. I myself am excited, and this will be a tip of the cap to someone in particular who's very special to the history of plush, to the history of stuffed animals, and this is a tip of the cap, an ode to Marguerite Stife. That's right, Marguerite Stife. And if you've never heard of Marguerite Stife, check it out. She was born in 1847 in southern Germany. She had polio. She contracted polio before she was two years old. And lived uh, mostly in a chair for her life. But she had a huge interest in fashion. She kicked ass at sewing. And despite having limited use of her right hand, she began making a lot of different pieces. Uh, 1879, she came across a pattern called Elephant of Cloth. She thought that was kind of a funny pattern name. So she herself created the very first stuffed animal, which was a series of felt elephants that she released in 1880, and she sold eight of them. So Marguerite, she made the first stuffed animal, and whether you're a stuffed animal, whether you're a roach, whether you're a worm, you're all welcome here, so throw those W's up. I want to thank you for listening and downloading the show today. Thank you also to my two guests that are joining me this evening. Uh, Guest number one today, I think it's your first, or not first, your fourth appearance on this new era of Thrifty. Is that correct? I think that's right. It's the best DJ this side of the Allegheny. It's DJ Lil. How are you feeling tonight? Hello. 
I'm good. I got a bunch of facial exercises today, mostly of confusion, irritation, disbelief, irritation. So you have... Throughout my uh, other part of my life day. So you've successfully got ready for Thrifty. Did all my facial exercises before... So they're ready to, to go. Oh, yeah. So a very uh, special episode tonight, Stuffed Animals. You have a, a couple of cool things we're going to mm-hmm. be going over later, too. Uh, also, uh, I guess this evening, uh, first time on the show, very special person, the founder of Rust Belt Retro, uh, also was one of the curators for Thriftathon back in what, like 2019 or 2020? Uh, she made the Thriftathon quite a success. And one of my clothing selling comrades, it's Mara Kay. Welcome to the Thrifty Couch, Mara. Wow, I'm really was making, that good making my debut. What? How? How am I going to live up to that now? <laughs> uh, I I don't know. Try your best, I suppose. But uh, yeah, so you created Rust Belt Retro, and uh, with Brick Body Kids, which which I have, we run into each other a lot at events. We've done events together, and it's always been a pleasure to sell things uh, next to you at them. And I have to say, recently, the Rust Belt Retro uh, got uh, the brand got an upgrade because you have a cool new sign. Yeah. Talk about the cool new sign because I love it. This was big. This was many, many years in the making. There are definite like sad images of me trying to make signs before each major sale over the past however long this has been four or five years and i finally even though i didn't have tiktok i got <laughs> I, I, I i become a successful vintage seller can you believe it <laughs> it's like the stone age uh i i got one of those tufting guns that are all mm. the rage now that the kids on tiktok love and I, I rigged one up in my basement, and, and lo and behold, that was the medium. It was all about finding the medium, you know? So Even though you're not on TikTok, you, you could do it too, right? Oh, well. But it's a good <laughs> sign uh, for, for this episode to see what we have to showcase today. Definitely follow at Thrifty Podcast if you're not already. You'll see pictures of all our stuff. And inside that, inside that little picture buff there, I'm going to definitely have a picture of your sign as well for sure because it's the coolest one I've seen in a while. It was a lot of fun to make. I think that's that was like a big win. And uh, you have... Uh, I would say uh, one of the things that you'll be sharing is one of your thrift finds today is one of the wildest things I think that has ever been on the show. So I'm so excited to get to it. This episode for Stuffed Animals came together quite quickly and quite last minute. And I thought I had the two correct people for this episode. And I'll tell you what, I do. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely do. So we're going to get into that. Uh, So without further ado... It's time to get thrifty. So for new listeners to the show, what we're going to do is, me included, everybody on panel has two thrift finds. We're going to talk about our finds, and then in attempts to confuse one another, we have multiple choice trivia questions, A, B, C, and D, and D is always none of the above. Whoever has the most points for getting the most correct answers at the end of the show will be the winner of the show. And also, they will be going home tonight with a very special prize. It is the Thrifty Deity. That's right. The 1980s elf puppet returns to the show. Lowered from the rafters, even. (laughs) Lowered from the rafters. 
comes the 1980s elf puppet. And if you listened to last week's episode, I defended it against three wrestlers. So that was very nerve wracking <laughs> and I was able to do it. So hopefully today I can confuse my friends with my questions. But let's get into my first thrift fine. Okay, it's cute for sure. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I was putting this uh, episode together for plush and stuffed animals, I knew you two would have some cute stuff, which you do. And maybe uh, the cutest stuffed animal that I have, the reason why I wanted to do this episode, because eventually when I when I get to it, Brick Body Kids is going to have this fox's head as the new logo. Oh, oh the big reveal. The big reveal. You heard, so, it here, heard it here first. So <laughs> in my right hand is what I like to call my spirit animal. It is from 1994. It is the fox from the Fox and the Hound Disney film. And for those unaware of the Fox and the Hound, it's a, it's an unlikely story of a couple of friends. One's a hound dog named Copper, and the other one's a red fox named Todd, and they're friends, but their parents don't like that they're friends because a fox <laughs> and, a, and a dog are supposed to hate each other. So there's some hate that goes around in the movie and stuff like that. But... Um, What's kind of cool about that is the original film was from 1981, but it never got released until 1994 for <laughs> Disney. So how crazy is that? This is a ki- keep that in a can. But this little fox, uh, uh, fox, uh, the the animal, the fox itself, is kind of a spirit animal to me because fox means Todd or toddy. So I've always taken to the fox, and uh, with this fox. I think the face in itself resembles my very own cat. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's one too many ears, but otherwise. <laughs> yeah, so um, this, very... li- this little guy is very close to my heart because we have the same name. And uh, I, I, I feel very close to him because I feel like we have the same vibe. So <laughs> I, really, I really like this little fox. But um, this fox itself, it's it's pretty small. It's from 1994, as I mentioned, and it's like the rarer of the two because there's Copper the dog and then there's Todd the fox. And everybody wanted the dog, but nobody wanted the fox until now. <laughs> until now. Um, but uh, the fox was uh, – Todd the fox was actually voiced by uh, uh, Mickey Rooney hmm. of all people. <laughs> Um, movie Mason from the Disney movies. <laughs> if you remember uh, Phantom of the Megaplex on Disney, yeah. uh, Movie Mason voiced uh, <laughs> Todd the Fox from from the, the, the movie. Now, has anybody seen The Fox and the Hound on panel today? Has anybody yes. seen it? on VHS at my Oma Nano's house in probably 1998. I was going to say the last time it was seen was definitely before Y2K. So. <laughs> Y2K stopped all of it. Pre Y2K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, there is, for those who have seen it or haven't seen it, there's like a pretty sad abandonment scene in it where uh, the owner of uh, Todd the Fox has, has come to the conclusion that the dog and the fox. They're just not meant to be boys. They can't hang out together. They can't they can't sleep in different boxes next to each other. You know, Copper's a hunting dog, so they needed to get Todd away from the farm. So she goes ahead and abandons him in the middle of the woods and drives away. And for people my age, we're not going to get those images out from be, beneath yeah. our eyes. 
Uh, so that was something that there I remember. There was no TikTok to blur the rest of it away. <laughs> yeah. like, there was no, does the dog burned live? in there. <laughs> no, there was no that. Oh. There was none of that. So unfortunately, uh, the fox and the hound scene is definitely a memorable, sad thing uh, for me to relive. He is uh, he is my first find today. Just a little guy. You know, he's not very tall, maybe three or four inches tall, maybe three inches, four inches wide. And uh, it's just a little puff ball that sits on my mantle. But if you do follow at Brick Body Kids, at Brick Body Kids on Instagram, you may or may not have seen him pop up in recent photos because, uh, yeah, like I'm, it's on purpose for sure. <laughs> um, okay, so it's question time, I think. It's question time for my uh first item here um we're gonna start with dj lil and then mara you'll you'll go afterwards but uh so here's a here's a here's a fun question question number one let's get the the hard-hitting one out of the way according to a set of animators from the fox and the hound there was internal backlash that almost halted production what almost halted production uh, the animators did not want to animate something specific. Was it A, gunfire at animals? B, chief the dog getting hit by a train? C, copper drawing blood on Todd as they fought in battle? Or D, none of the above. I made all those up and it was something else. In Mara, you had some uh, visceral reactions to that. And as DJ Lowe's mentioned, she has been at work all day, so she got all her uh, bad facial expressions <laughs> out. But Mara, you're Stone exercising your right now. Absolutely. You know, I'm used to the Zoom Zoom world, so I got to get them out when I can. Yeah. So, again, DJ Lil, the question for you is, according to a set of animators, there was internal backlash that almost halted production. They didn't want to animate something. Mm -hmm. And what was that? Was it A... Active gunfire at animals. B. Chief getting hit by a train. C. Copper drawing blood on Todd during battle. Or D. None of the above. I'm gonna go with B. Ooh. Because I feel like there's, while in this room a majority of cat people, in general there's a majority of dog people, mm -hmm. and I feel like. Well, the for the record, it that scene did make the movie. If you remember, Chief the dog, that's true, yeah. who is Copper's, well, I think, brother, got <laughs> smashed by a train. Mm, I'm staying with B, though. B. So there is a B. Uh, the animators uh, had some internal backlash, mm -hmm. says DJ Lil, over Chief getting hit by a train. A lovable dog. A lovable dog. Uh, Though that dog was actively hunting. <laughs> Todd, who was hiding at the time. Mm. Mara, same question. Um, so what was the an animator's internal backlash again? A, gunfire, active gunfire at animals. B, chief getting hit by a train. C, copper drawing blood on Todd in battle. D, none of these. It was something else. This may be low-hanging fruit, but I'm going to go with C, Ooh. drawing blood. Not for any particular reason of morality, more because I think as an animator, it would be very difficult mm. to depict that. I think 
actually drawing blood would be really hard in that setting where aha you, it could you know overdoing it would be would be easy um and keeping it in a you know Tasteful. whatever rating system yeah. we were using at that particular time would that's a would great have been question hard. which rating system mm-hmm. were we using then yeah probably the, still like the probably the archaic version yeah, the arc- of <laughs> whatever like yeah maybe yeah nah, i wouldn't yeah, where yeah. where things were definitely being, <laughs> yeah, money was being exchanged for various uh various lower level ratings at that point in time. Yeah, but yeah I'm gonna go with C. 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 Well, I will say, uh, the internal backlash was because of all of these included, and I will reveal the correct answer was because like this is a kids movie, we can't be doing this. So that was the general consensus cons- consensus of all three. And also, there could be a worse one that's none of the above. Um, okay, so uh, according to a set of animators, there was internal backlash that almost halted production. What was it? A, active gunfired animals. B, chief getting hit by a train. C, copper drawing blood on Todd in a battle. D, none of the above. DJ Lil, we'll go with you first. You said B, chief getting hit by a train. And that is... That is correct. Oh. That is correct. You get the point. Unfortunately, Mara, C is incorrect. Mm. Now, there was a truce made about this. So originally, Chief getting hit by the train was going to kill Chief. Mm. And so when the animators were told. Negotiations were made. Yes. So when the animators were told, uh, you're going to essentially kill off a character they were like this is disney we don't actively no one dies in it so it was changed later on that chief only broke his leg in the train mm-hmm. accident so if tell you, that to bambi's mom right did she... all the mothers yeah well that was at least off panel <laughs> truth truth so this was on panel death yeah and so there's some negotiations so finally they're like fine you know what? We'll do it. We'll get Chief, put him on the train tracks, and a train will smash him. That's fine. And then they're like, if we could then put in later that he was not killed. And they were like, okay, fine. So one point for DJ Lil. Well done. Zero points for Mara. But I have uh, one question left that relates to my thrifted item, which is Todd the Fox from The Fox and the Hound in 1994. Uh, this one in my findings is not something I thought I was going to find, but it's some cool information that may interest both of you. Which animator was said to quote unquote literally go insane attempting and failing to replicate the Disney style? So there was an animator hired that was says you have to draw Disney. And they literally went insane attempting to do it. By the way, a good spoiler for later, I could tell you what exactly that means by going insane. And it's cool. Mm. But your choices, Mara, you're up first this time. Your choices are A, Tim Burton. B, Brad Bird. C, Glenn Keane. D, somebody else. None of the above. Which animator was said to literally go insane, attempting and failing to replicate the Disney style? Was it A, Tim Burton, B, Brad Bird, C, Glenn Keane, D, none of the above? 
And C. Glenn Keane uh, is a very well-known Disney animator and did a lot of other stuff too, but they were kind of late to the mix when Fox and the Hound came along. So what are your thoughts, Mara? How are you feeling about your choices? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that, that, you know, Tim Burton seems like a, it makes some sense mm-hmm. why, why that would be a choice, but the other two to me are are more ingrained in like the tradition of animation so i'm a little torn um it could be someone else i haven't said i'm also Mm -hmm. intrigued by that more in this question than the previous one just because there are so many big one i feel like this is a story i've heard before okay i think this this happened uh (laughs) it did happen and and so i'm i'm trying to piece together what various NPR segment I heard this in, you know. Oh, this was on NPR. I don't know. Wow. But, but it sounds like it's something that, you know. Could be. That, yeah. that could have been on a, a, a NPR trying to be cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I'm, I, I'm here. It's my first time. I'm, you know. Yeah, I'm feeling not, out the vibe. I'm feeling out the vibe. I'm not too, not too much not too much pressure on my shoulders. I'm going to yeah. go with Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Hmm. Tim Burton. So that's A. Um, okay. Well, same questions for you, DJ Lil. Which animator was said to literally go insane attempting and failing to replicate the Disney style? A, Tim Burton. B, Brad Bird. C, Glenn Keane. D, none of the above. It was another animator. Well, only the first name on that list is uh, recognizable to me. Not familiar with the other two artists, so they could be animators. Mm-hmm. They, one of them, you mentioned something about the other one. They all are animators. All they. <laughs> that, that's a fact. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure how many tricks you're trying to pull early in the episode. I've already um, tried to pull one. It didn't go over <laughs> <no>. well. <laughs> I'm going to go with D, none of the above. Ooh. See, maybe I will not be D. Already. I'm okay with a little D this early. Okay. I got you. (laughs) Well, okay. So we have A, Tim Burton. uh, DJ Lil said D, none of the above. Which animator was literally uh, said to go insane after attempting and failing to replicate the Disney style? A, Tim Burton. B, Brad Bird. C, Glenn Keane. D, none of the above. Everybody at home. The one last second to uh clock in your answers and yell at each other and say no i know the answer honey and you say no i don't i you don't know the answer honey i do and then and then you get divorced anyway the correct answer well mara you go first you had said a tim burton and that is correct it is tim burton so mara gets a point dj lil unfortunately d none of the above is incorrect it was Tim Burton because, as, as we well know, Tim Burton can't do anything like a regular person. Nope. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what Tim Burton was doing, the people had said that was visual evidence of literally him going literally insane, was he kept locking himself in a closet. <laughs> he kept getting really frustrated and locking himself in a closet. Also, he would be wandering around the halls uh, after he got his wisdom tooth teeth taken out and was bleeding all over the halls that's why they couldn't draw the blood it was too real yeah Yeah. so he just let himself 
bleed all over uh, Disney Studios. Not a good fit in that job workplace of that. I, I just think some of his, you know, at least some of the films he's produced, the animation style that always has like sunken eyeballs. That's how I imagine a Disney animator looks on any given day. Mm-hmm. It's just like working he in a, draws Disney a dark animators. room <laughs> with sunken eyeballs. So, uh, yeah, he couldn't quite he couldn't quite get it. Eventually, he did get it, but it took him. Uh, some wisdom teeth to kind of get that knocked <laughs> into him. Um, so anyway, so that was our first cute stuffed animal. Our first uh, plush was Todd from Fox and the Hound and uh, DJ Lil. You have one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mara, you also have one point. And it's time for me to go on to my second thrift find. So my second thrift find today, um, I can't remember when I started Thrifty because it has stopped and started a lot of times. But the original promo shot that I took for Thrifty on my old staircase in Beachview, I was holding two of these suckers, and this was the one of them. We're talking about a plush grave digger monster truck. And my cat and I have both used this as a pillow for it to sleep on, and we've both slept on this together. Um uh, brother and I cuddle. Uh, we cuddle like uh, our our foreheads together sometimes, and go to sleep that way. Um, way too cute. I rather well, I'd rather him cuddle with my head than my legs because I have very bad. I have very bad circulation. If I had to describe it, it feels like they're itchy from the inside. Oh yeah. So Oof. you just have to move them around <laughs> until God just puts you to sleep for the night. Um. So anyway, <laughs> anyway. Um, so this plush grave digger, I held this in the uh, yeah first thrifty promo, and it's quite soft. I love it, and it's it's kind of cartoony too because like the grave digger monster truck has its eyes popping out. And um, for those who are not maybe aware of Grave Digger, it's a monster truck racing team, and it was founded by uh, the original Grave Digger driver Dennis Anderson. And um, so at your local monster truck rally, you're always going to see a grave digger around. And as I pass this around, you will notice that on the sides there uh, of the black grave digger truck in green, there are tombstones. <laughs> and on the tombstones are not only victims of grave diggers such oh. as Barefoot and Bulldozer. <laughs> And all of those guys, but there's also some of the drivers of Bigfoot's names as Easter eggs oh on the tombstones. Gosh. Highly personal. Yes. And it says bad yes. to the bone on top as well. Oh, yeah. Now, as for monster truck rallies, I went to a bunch as a kid, which is probably why my ears don't really do what a lot of ears do. Um, does anybody have any monster truck memories? Has anybody been to a monster truck rally before? Just like big trucks in general? It's a very open environment here. <laughs> yeah, I actually, the first time I went to a monster truck rally i was a i was a grown adult um cool i i bought tickets for my my partner's birthday uh we were certainly the only 20 somethings in the audience um the rest of the audience was made up of like the barbell of very young children and their parents who were spending a lot of money to be there uh yes but you know they a a thing on the internet now you know being very on online uh 
I'm very online very, as well. Yeah, being a very online person that's circulating is, is folks sharing, especially in their interactions with young kids, like watching a core memory being made. And so my biggest takeaway from that rally, besides Gravedigger becoming a household name in, in our <laughs> household, was watching a core memory be made on the escalators of the paint bucket, which was, you know, us just sort of like, walking in like what are we getting ourselves into like this is this is pretty promo-y this is pretty yes. consumeristic yes, right yes, like it, yes, it's yes. a whole production yes. it's disney on ice but with yes. monsters trucks yeah but uh, and know. and with people that just say like let's go brandon well exactly like, like, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. everybody everybody drove their tractor to the arena that mm-hmm. evening sure, right sure sure and uh but watching like a four or five year old maybe just screaming at the top of his lungs monster trucks headed up into the arena and i was like that you know mm-hmm. whatever this is an ultimate good if, if if that's what this is for at the end of the day it's just about watching trucks right mm-hmm. <laughs> hey it was it was a big hit it was cute i got it i'm a big fan of drag mm-hmm. that was drag to me right it's just a different form of it, it, is. Mm-hmm. it and so yeah, but but definitely weird eyes as an adult on it. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Too sure. aware of the moving parts. Yeah, maybe. yeah. <laughs> pay no attention to the man behind yeah. her. Yeah, right? you see a bunch of cars get smashed. I got it to see a bunch see? of cars get yes. smashed. See, there was a lady driver of one of the vehicles. They let a woman oh, drive. Can you believe wow. it? <laughs> Isn't that great? Is, can you believe it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, DJ Lil and I were watching some uh, WrestleMania week wrestling, and I was happy to say that, yeah, there was a few ladies they even let into the event. So that was nice of them, right? Um, but, yeah, I have some memories of some uh, go to go into the show because when I was younger, for whatever reason, the tickets were kind of cheaper than they are now. And it was just like watching Bigfoot, the big blue one, Samson with the big arms. I had a... Um, a uh one of those cars like remote control cars you sat in and drove around those are the best my my pap bought me one of those and he bought me a bigfoot one. Oh, that's so sweet and in the, yeah right <laughs> and then in the commercial like in the tv spot for it it's like all these little kids like driving over dirt mounds and going up stuff and stuff like that so i was like i want to drive this thing down the stairs no, so no. i <laughs> So I attempted to the concrete outside stairs leading into my pap's yard. I took my Bigfoot to the very top of it <laughs> and, you know, said a little mm-hmm. prayer. And then I drove down it. Obviously, immediately it, I went ass <laughs> over and rolled down. And I had packed that sucker full of rocks. Oh my God. <laughs> so because what the whole thing is the, the reason, weight of the. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, so the reason of me driving this is I used to be a big fan of let's drive to one side of the yard, uh, put some dirt in it, and then drive that piece, that dirt to the other side of the yard. Of course. And he had he was like a woods grandpap that just had like woods that he didn't particularly own, but like it was there by mm-hmm. his. So I, I got some rocks from the woods, and then I went down his stairs, and as I was tumbling down the stairs... The rocks were like smashing me and everything. I was very young. And luckily my grandpa was cutting the grass and he had seen the, the, the incident and quickly ran over and pulled the uh, Bigfoot truck off of me. 
and I think I kind of got hurt. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I broke any bones or anything important like that. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it could have been worse had he not been there. Uh, but Gravedigger, yes, I almost dug my own grave that day. Aww. But I have two more. I have two more trivia questions. And so far, it is 1-1, DJ Lil with one, Mara with one. And so, uh, based on this Gravedigger, uh, question number one. The original Gravedigger was built in 1982. It was assembled from salvaged parts of what vehicle? A, 1952 Ford Pickup. B, 1970 Dodge Shaggin Wagon. C, 1981 Chevy CK Truck. Or D, something else, none of the above. And so the question is Lil's first, and I will repeat it because I know there's a lot to take in there. And everybody soaking it in. Yeah, everybody listening at home, definitely get your answers in too. The original Grave Digger was built in 1982. It was assembled from salvaged parts of what vehicle? A. 1952 Ford pickup. B. 1970 Dodge Shaggin wagon. C. 1981 Chevy CK truck. D. None of the above. So what are your feelings and thoughts? That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. And these I are all vehicles, have, by the I've way. I've never been to a monster truck show. Not that I've ever avoided them. I remember ads for them on the TV as a kid at the Pontiac Silverdome. Yep. Detroit. Um, yeah. Over here. There it is. Mm-hmm. So Motor City Energy. But mm. never been to a monster truck thing. Yeah. Um, I'd like to say C. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like there's more, it was a more recent model. Chevrolet is yeah. kind of common, too. If there is any, yeah, anything of, like, parts they needed to attach or reattach might be easier mm-hmm. with that model. Um, The other ones, maybe a little older. And maybe they got some kind of, like, bonus for, like, featuring, like, this is a newer model. Quite possibly. If if they did, I did not know. Based on these answers, I did not know while I'm putting them down. I come from a place where they drive brand new trucks on the ice of any hockey game, and they say, you could win this. <laughs> so This could be yours. We are, like, giving away cars just so yeah. you can know what their name is. Sure, sure. Um, I'm going to go with C. C, the 1981 Chevy CK truck. I'm gambling for sure. Not but bad. Yes. Okay, that's so. That's reasoning. Uh, Mara. Same question for you. Uh, the original Gravedigger was built in 1982. It was assembled from what salvaged parts of what vehicle? A, 1952 Ford pickup. B, 1970 Dodge Shaggin wagon. C, 1981 Chevy CK truck. Or D, it was made out of another vehicle. D, none of the above. Mm, yeah. Similar to, to DJ Lil, my first instinct was that Chevy, just because they were like so boaty and geometric at that time in history, and that's like how I picture Gravedigger. But I don't know. I'm I'm not. Now again, it was the first model. It's so... the first model, so I I like that early Ford, 
that's still when people really care about American cars. There's some like in the 50s. lore about that. Yeah, even into the 80s, right? That's like still. Um, a dis- These are all like, yeah, we dis- still like cars. A mm-hmm. distinction. Yeah. yeah, this is like a. And, and it, this is like a car culture, right? If you're going to a monster truck rally, you probably know about about cars. Uh, well, the old head. No, when, back in the back, in back the when day. it was real. Back in the day. <laughs> back when it wasn't just not a kid's sport. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that th- say a that Ooh. that 50s Ford um, for no good reason. Who knew? Solid. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Material. The, so the 1952 Ford pickup was is a. So uh, we'll go down the, the panel. DJ Lil, you answered first. Uh, the original Gravedigger was built in 1982. was assembled from much salvaged parts. A, 1952 Ford pickup. B, 1970 Dodge Shaggin' Wagon. C, 1981 Chevy CK truck. D, none of the above. You said C, the Chevy truck from 1981. And that is incorrect. <clears throat> incorrect, unfortunately. Um Let's see for Mara. Mara, you answered that uh, that the original Gravedigger was salvaged from uh, a, a 1952 Ford pickup, and that is correct. No, you way. get a point. <laughs> yes, that is correct. So the first Gravedigger was put together out of old parts from a 1952 Ford pickup. Now this was the original Gravedigger, so they didn't go back to. Uh, use more parts from it because it was just the first one right okay so later ones you are more correct because yes you need to use more something that's more in circulation than like an old vehicle Mm -hmm. at the time but the first one mara gets a point so that's two points for for mara in the lead in the lead one point for dj lil um and speaking about grave diggers and the many iterations of grave grave diggers this is the next question and again, another question that I'm going to have to hold closer to my eyes because the other side of the notes are bleeding <laughs> through. All right. Question two. Uh, to allow Gravedigger, to allow the Gravedigger truck to be driven at every monster truck event across the country, how many Gravedigger trucks are currently active? Oh, what a good question. So again, to allow a Gravedigger truck to be driven at every monster truck truck event across the country how many gravedigger trucks are currently active so mara you're gonna go first we have a three b six c ten d none of the above and it's another number oh this is a three b six c ten D, none of the above. This is an excellent question. Thank you. Uh, because, yeah, like, I'm at least familiar with this circuit that exists. It's annual. There are a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Which is why they come to Pittsburgh quite often. They come to Pittsburgh almost every February. Because, because there's just so many going on. You know, but, but yeah, how many... How many are being carted around? Yeah, how many grave diggers are being carted around? Is there a regional hub? Like, or, you know, is is each sort of 
yes. region of the country just ha- has its, you know, there's the Northeast crew of grave diggers, you know, mm-hmm. little fleets. Not that I know, but I would say that would probably be the case. Yeah, like how, what's the what's the logistics? That's somebody's job. Yes. That's somebody's grown job. Is see, they- that's the thing about being an adult mm-hmm. is when you grow up and see things and like them, when you're older, you're just like, oh, that's just like a way to work. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like everything is Somebody, just a way to work. Someone brought this grave digger yeah. here. Exactly. Somebody moved that. Yeah. Somebody yeah. somebody made sure that arrived. Yes. Somebody like tuned that up. Yes. Like, those are all, uh, which, yeah, that's like very somebody much. just photographs them. Yes. That's a job. That's a job. Exactly. Somebody and makes the tie. Yes. It's yes. all labor. I'm not, I'm not yes. demeaning it, but it's just, yeah, thinking about it in, in that sort of yes. increment is always interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how many you think? I think there's only six i think there's i'm going with b six Mm -hmm. it's a fair number it's kind of right in the middle i would say maybe most likely right well i'm no i'm saying that in the sense of like that seems like a normal amount of a number um that seemed like not too many yes but who knows i don't know um same question uh, Lil, to allow a gravedigger truck to be driven out of every monster truck event across the country, how many gravedigger trucks are currently active? A3, B6, C10, D, none of the above. Well. Because only I'm... one could be driven by Dennis Anderson, the founder, but how many others are there? I'm trying to do the made up math in my head. There's 50 states. Mm hmm. There's question, side question to myself. Do they have monster truck shows in Alaska and Hawaii? Oh, that's a tough one. I don't know. Regional sport, perhaps. I don't know, Joe Biden. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Biden. If you're listening, do you? Are you the president we want you to be? (laughs) Um, So if there's 48 states, three is way too few. Yeah. Six way too few. I'm going with C. I'm going with 10 because not just like, oh, there's going to be a grave digger at this show. I'm like, what if it got too destroyed last show? That's a good, that's a good What if it's not ready? Mm -hmm. Because there could could be a possibility that say you're in the Northeast region and you have a show, you have a gig and the truck isn't working. You think maybe two You got to have a back. I think that there are backups. I think that they have more than they need. There's definitely because backups. they are prepared, because or or at least like some p- parts are back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's the signature car, right? Mm-hmm. You're not going to not bring it out to those. They're events. not going to say, "And tonight, Grave Digger couldn't be here." <laughs> grave Diggers. No, <laughs> no everyone no. walks up and leaves. <laughs> yeah, a Grave Digger less monster truck event is the future that all liberals want, right? <laughs> 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 Get them out of here. Get them out of here. We want our grave digger yes <laughs> um okay so the question so is yes yeah, so you're going with c10 mm-hmm. um so again the question is to allow a grave digger truck to be driven out at every monster truck event across the country how many dr- grave digger trucks are there active a3 b6 c10 d none of the above um who went first mara went first mm-hmm. mara you went first and you said b6 and that is incorrect that is not correct um but uh a chance to steal and tie up mara dj low because if you get this right it's two each and then you're up 
you're on offense. Well, you're on defense because you're going to be showcasing your Hopefully finds tied. after me. Yeah. You said C10, and that is incorrect as yeah. well. Mm. The correct answer, D, do both. None of the above. Uh. Seven. Oh, okay. Seven. Okay. So, uh... Have to go Six with a, is like kind lucky, of right. Lucky number seven. <laughs> I thought it was going to be something ridiculous. No, like no, it is, it is seven. <laughs> yeah, one birth state. You know? uh, when I was looking this up in my head, the number I thought would be six. So that's when you said six. I was like, yes, I think every Cobbett person would assume. Of course. Six. <laughs> yes. And then he said, most likely. Yeah. Six. Yeah. yeah so that's a mo- the uh, uh, so aye, seven. Aye. Seven is correct, but uh, yes, they do have extras. And what seemingly happens is is there's like a floating extra that's just like, yo, if you crash yours here, here, or here, mm. this is the one that you like text Chuck about it and, and the he'll floater. Make, yeah, he'll like kinda he'll get you he'll get you the deets of it. Mm-hmm. Um so two to one so far. Uh Mara has two, DJ Lil with one. But those were both of my thrift finds today for stuffed animals. We have Todd the Fox from Fox and the Hound with his uh, cute little face and fluffy tail. And then also an often pillow of Brother, the very famous one-eared cat and eyes pillow gravedigger. So those are my finds for today. It lurks in the shuttles. A five-ton red-eyed monster ready to crush its prey. It's Gravedigger, the high-flying, awe-inspiring megastar of motorsports. DJ Lil, you will be up next. Yeah, I brought a couple cute little plush animals with me today. Um, I don't usually thrift for plush items. Um, I grew up with a lot of stuffed animals, I'd say. And they are in a toy chest somewhere in that closet I tell my family to not touch. Um, We've so all got it's those. mutual. <laughs> yeah, like nothing goes in, nothing goes out. Are, I'm are you a box of memories in the closet person? Got a couple different boxes. No. Same. <laughs> couple, Same. Couple different memories. Yeah. <laughs> I have some memories in boxes that I don't want to relive for yeah, sure. And some but. of those boxes don't exist since the last time I cleaned that closet out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Memories still exist. <laughs> They're called the brain. Yeah. <laughs> My memory Burn, closet. Burned in there forever. Yeah. Um, but since there's spring is in the air as of sort of today hopefully today today. we had some rain and not and sun and not and rain and then sun again yeah um but we had snow earlier this week here in pittsburgh um sure did classic march weather Mm. but with spring in the air i brought a little bunny rabbit very easter's around the corner Mm -hmm. um so he's very sweet here i'd say about the same size as todd the fox todd the fox so they could be friends doesn't have the dog if foxes didn't eat rabbits but yeah Yeah, that's true hey you're projecting again see that that's what we learned from the movie the dog and the fox can be friends it was humans who made them not see hey it's happening i don't really know this rabbit very well yet um it became part of my collection super recently very cute um 
I'm trying to make Easter baskets this year. Ooh. Cute. Cute. So Very that might end up in someone's Easter basket. Ah. Never know. Mm-hmm. Never know. So it's about four inches tall. White fur. To me, I say that it's wearing pajamas. It- Definitely pajamas to me. Yes, it's no, like that's very like a bright, onesie pajamas mm-hmm. for sure. Bright pink um, with little flowers on it, and also rabbits on the print to remind it that it's a rabbit. Yes, I, mean? I, lo- I am. Yeah, a sometimes I I wear clothes rabbit. with humans on it just <laughs> to, to remind right. myself who I am. Right. I'm a sucker for stuff like that. Like, yeah. like I hear me hand it like, over. It's I'm hoarding the <laughs> absolutely <laughs> rabbit yeah. I love over here. In the shape of animals mm-hmm. too. Like Ra- rabbit wearing rabbits. Yeah, that's it. Well, mm-hmm. um, if you like things in the shape of animals, locally here in Pittsburgh, we have the Eaton Park restaurant. Eaton Park cookies shaped like bunnies right now. Oh, oh. true. Tis the season. So. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Oh, yeah. Matt, and then in his, inside his ears, there's the same matching print as the pajamas. Um, I'm going to call it a fashion harness that he is wearing. <laughs> um, as you see, I, it, I assume it used to hold like an egg or something, but... Uh. Get our little harness on for later <laughs> um, for your pleasure. Yes, for sure. And he's definitely, as uh, when I was on the episode with the clowns a few weeks ago with Rachel, the clown yeah. keeper, I think we um, had the term sitter. Yes, it's a sitter. This, for sure, It's a permanent a sitter. sitter. Yeah, you, we have learned that some stuffed animals it, stand, could, yeah. some of them sit. This is a sitter. It's a permanent sitter. Just for sitter. sitting. Um. I did see one on eBay that sold same exact rabbit, but it was in purple print instead of the pink. Mm-hmm. Um, sold for almost like eight bucks and like four bucks in shipping. I was cool. like, oh, that was wow. pretty surprising. Cool. Um, the company is from Hong Kong and now dissolved. Started in 1988. It was like Lippy Chine Limited. Sure. sure. I'm guessing. There's really not much information on it besides it doesn't exist anymore. Hmm. So, we got a rabbit out of it. We got a rabbit out of it wearing a pink onesie and Mm -hmm. having its own species on it, for sure. Super cute. Mm -hmm. Springtime little baby. Yes. So, my first question, based on this little rabbit, Mm -hmm. um, the visit visit from the Easter Bunny is a similar tradition as the visit from Santa Claus. Sure. A naughty or nice style of checklist. Mm Mm-hmm. In what year was this Easter hare custom first mentioned in writing? Ooh. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. the first Easter hare in writing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Fair. Fair. Was it A, 1682, B, 1798, C, 1907, or D, None of the above. Hmm. Should I go? I should probably go first since I haven't gone at all yet. Yeah. All right. So Toddy's going yeah. first. Wow. You know what? I, in earnest, do not even know. Yeah. Repeat the answers again. Sure. Yeah. In what year was this Easter hare custom first mentioned in writing? A, 1682. B, 1798. C, 1907. Or D, none of the above. Hmm. It would be so interesting that if it was it was nineteen anything, 
because that might be hard to believe. And the other ones to me seem hmm interesting. I don't know. None of them speak to me. If I would have to say one, it might be B. But I think I might go with D. None of the above. I am. I am Easter. Easter time is bad luck for me because uh, e- yeah, Easter time. Um, Easter time was the first time I died. Was on Easter Sunday. I think it was the first time I died. Um, I uh, passed out in church and stopped breathing. And uh, an omen. Why did some, I bring some religious imagery there? <laughs> Why yeah. did I bring a rabbit into this house? <laughs> yeah. Again, it could have been the undiagnosed Lyme disease. <laughs> Not to harken back. Only to some... God knows that. Because I have only found out that I have had that three, four years ago. So this was quite some time before mm. that. But I used to pass out. I went to Catholic school from preschool to eighth grade. And would pass out in church quite a bit. Um, the first time I passed out was Easter Sunday. There is a vicious rumor, and I think the vicious rumor has actually been spoke of on this show before. I think oh I've God. talked about this before <laughs> that I choked on a jelly bean. Uh, That's what the kids at school. Yeah, yeah, I've said that on the show. I think at some point before, but they all passed around that I choked on a jelly bean, and some to this day still believe that. It's not true. I just <laughs> fell over dead. Uh, but I did return back to life. Did return Yay. back to life. So much like the Son of God, I <laughs> resurrected <laughs> yeah. at the, the hand of the Father. <laughs> In the great tradition of the day. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I will go with D, none of the above. Okay. I think it's another uh, another year that the Easter hare was first uh, spoken of. All right. So going to the other side of the couch, same question. In what year was this Easter hare custom first mentioned in writing? Was it A, 1682, B, 1798, C, 1907, or D, none of the above? Yeah, it's hard to... It's hard to place this because Easter already has this religious claim to fame. So mm-hmm. when was the hare layered onto it? Yes. Right. And like who's like springtime celebrations have existed f- for, in all kinds of formats. Yes, beyond all over the world. Yeah, beyond in the, different ways. Yeah, the the Christian sort of centric model here, but they uh, let bunnies in. Interesting, right? Like rabbits were the ones. We're like, yeah, because that day, the the day of reckoning that I'm speaking of, it was the blessing of the Easter basket. So you were uh, allowed to bring yeah, in yes. Easter paraphernalia yeah. to get. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Hence the jelly bean. Room. Yeah, has, I think the Easter rabbit definitely like gets like lowered on the list. Yes. Yeah. Than other prominent figures. <laughs> definitely, I think it gets it it gets pretty like it gets the short end of the carrot versus the Very uh, versus good. a lot yeah. of the other holidays. Uh, so yeah, like when was it layered on? I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with B. I'm gonna say, you know. I'm going to say this comes out of Europe. I'm going to say England just lost a war big time. And so they need some spring morale. Yeah. Uh, so let's invent this. Big time. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So let's, let's, you know, let's turn over a new leaf. Let's get it. Let's get this sort of, let's reinvent the spring celebration. Let's hop on right. down the path a little bit. <laughs> there we go. Okay. So you're going with B. I'm going with B. Oh, in the 1790s? Right. 1798. Yeah. 98. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so I'll read the question one last time. Yep. Everyone at home, also get your answers ready. In what year was the Easter hair custom first mentioned in writing? So we had Toddy going with D, none of the above. None of the above, another one. Definitely mm. incorrect. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> okay. I was 0 for 1 okay. for the night. Oh, you got just it. get to like die on Easter. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Should have died. <laughs> Should have left me. Should have let me You're go. Punished for having the best story. You just stole. Yeah. Should have let me go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> then we wouldn't be here talking about a, I guess not. a plush easter rabbit i know but everybody at my school had had a fucked up memory forever <laughs> burned in there been a tough he one. fell over <laughs> i don't know that would have been a not tough in one. the disney His version face was blue everyone was screaming ah. <laughs> so d's not correct unfortunately nope and yeah. amara you chose b also definitely incorrect Damn. Oh, what a toughie the answer is A, 1682. Wow. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And it was noted by a German physician, uh, botanist fellow. Classic. Um, that the rabbit brought eggs for the children. So the um, rabbit brought another animal item for the children. Did this botanist think that rabbits <laughs> laid eggs? Possibly. You know, he was doing a lot. He was a physician and a botanist. I forgot to write down his name, but he ended up well, being... Well, obviously, he's not important. <laughs> he ended up being the... Um, physician for like the the king of sweden or something or denmark that's a good gig they were like called him up i want him he wrote about the easter bunny <laughs> not the guy said the thing I about the bunny <laughs> <laughs> bring him Brandon, on over hey, Mikey, the guy he's ahead of his yeah. time <laughs> so unfortunately zero points uh, collected on this round Dang. we got slaughtered on that one yeah. it's okay i have a second question yes staying in the springtime theme cool um cool. not rabbit related gotcha but adjacent g- love yeah. that thrifty adjacent <laughs> but mm-hmm. the rabbit brought eggs as we remember as we do <laughs> yeah don't eat too many eggs yeah um so pasanki are Ukrainian Easter eggs decorated with traditional designs using beeswax. These colorful eggs have been crafted since pre-Christian times. Mm. There are diff- many different styles of decoration with colors signifi- uh, signifying specific good fortunes okay. or color combinations. Much Along- like the golf building during good weather downtown. Definitely. <laughs> there's, there's like positive colors on that thing and, and no then, one knows what they are, like, but they're like, cool. Just yeah. to rem- if it's just red, <laughs> it's distract us <laughs> from the fact that the building is condemned. <laughs> and the sky is gray. Yeah. <laughs> positive colors yes. of the golf building downtown. Yeah. Along with good fortunes, there are some superstitions tied to Pasanki as well. Flipping page. Yeah. Ding. Yeah, right? right. Mm-hmm. It's said that a girl should not give her boyfriend an egg with no design on the top and no design on the bottom of the egg. Why is that? Ooh. Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're right. Why is that? Get, re- get ready for these uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. omens here. A. He will become forgetful. B. He will fall asleep for 30 years. <laughs> oh, shit. Bummer. <laughs> Damn. C, 
He will lose some of his hair. Or D, none of the above. Yeah. Okay. So I uh, think, think Todd went first last Mara's time, first. so Mara's turn to go first. I this have an time. opinion, so I'm glad I'm second. I think. <laughs> I want to choose all of them. Would you like um, me to repeat any of the or the something else here? too? It could be yeah. something else crazy. It could be something else crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't need to com- to repeat. <laughs> I, I'm compelled by the the egg imagery, like top of the egg Ooh. baldness. I have yes. to go with C, losing hair. All right. Mm-hmm. C, losing hair. That imagery well, is right just away. is mm-hmm. just too yeah. too immediate. Yeah. If you if you could repeat the answers for for me for sure. sure. So is it A, he will become forgetful. B, he will fall asleep for thirty years. <laughs> I'd love to do that. <laughs> Honey, you know what will happen. So thirty that, years. That means somebody did that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. C, he will lose some of his hair. Or D, none of the above. Or D, none of the above. See, losing hair, losing some of his hair seems very correct to me. But the interesting thing is that a lot of people who are men do just lose their hair anyway. True. They just, I don't think an egg is really But would the egg make it happen faster? (laughs) I mean, quite possibly an egg would, yeah. (laughs) But, um... And it was the presence of the egg. The presence of the egg, yeah. And so a a woman would give an egg to a man, and it would do this. Like, <laughs> Wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're like people give them as gifts to like uh, family members or like other people. Yeah. And by giving certain, like yeah. you know, they take time to decorate them. Yep. Yeah. Usually the women folk decorate them. Sure, sure. As is the tradition. Um, yeah. But yeah, usually just give them as gifts and they're put up on the mantle type of thing. And you're like, oh, I remember when Cousin Joey got me that egg and I've had so many fond memories and good fortunes because of... Yeah, I think I think C is going to happen anyway. Mm-hmm. B, I hope is true because that's <laughs> wild. That's what, Maybe that's what happened on... Maybe that's what happened on that Easter Sunday. Somebody gave me an egg and I was just going to bed for 30 years. And then the paramedic was like, wake up, you know, that whole thing. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with uh, a, and the reason why I'm going to say it'll become forgetful because it seems like one of those things that's just something someone said one day, because there's like a a lot of oldie timey things Mm -hmm. that people say that's like, oh, you do this or that happens. You got to remember who you tell what to. I feel like with that kind of stuff, you're like, I just wanted you to stop doing that. I didn't remember. I told you a witch was going to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was there was. Yeah, my grandma was very good at making stuff up. There used to be a if if you were bad after. So Santa came no matter what. Right. That was the thing. Santa, Santa, no matter how bad or good you are, Santa will be there with gifts. The day after Christmas, if you were in fact bad, there would be an old woman who would mm-hmm. come and take your gifts. Yeah. And she would bang a stick on the sidewalk as she walked down. And if it gave like a weird sound, she knew to go in and take the gifts. And I'll tell you what, my aunt, when my aunt was a little, uh, a, a little uh, person, um, yeah, the, that woman came and took her baby doll and oh, never gave it back no. to her. Um, so I'm going to say forgetful. I'm going to say A uh, because they will become forgetful. All right. So I'll read the question once yes. more time. Go for it for, for sure. everyone in the audience. Yes. 
it's said that a girl should not give her boyfriend an egg with no design on the top and no design on the bottom of the egg. Why is that? A. He will become forgetful. B. He will fall asleep for 30 years. C. He will lose some of his hair. Or D. None of the above. Yes. Mara went first. Yes. Choosing C. C is for correct. Oh, wow. No. That egg imagery. Egg imagery. Yeah. Point for you. Yeah. Not a point for me. Incorrect for A. For yeah, A. Incorrect. Damn. B. I wish there was something that you could I pulled that one out of my ass. Go to bed that long. <laughs> I, Damn. I would like that egg for myself. I'd love a nice long sleep. <laughs> Yeah, I could see somebody like with that, with that, like secretly giving someone an egg like that, and then they go like, oh. like yeah, that's right. I hope mm-hmm. you lose your hair. Yep, <laughs> part of it. Right. Maybe just some. I hope you lose some of your hair. <laughs> right. So okay, no points. Sorry, I got no points Sorry. yet. O for two, O for two. But you do have another. Well, there's another thrift round. Item. There's some more fun on the way. Mm-hmm. So, so far for the elf deity, the trophy, whoever gets the most points will walk away with this. I have zero. Zero. I got one. And Mara has two, two. I think, right? Yes. Yeah, that sounds right. I'm, yeah. I'm gunning for elf. I love it. Yeah. I love me well, you could. You have more points than I do. Yes. Two to one. Two to one, so, zero. Okay, cool. Yeah. Or oh, three, right. because you got that one right, right? So you have three now. You have three now. Oh, three, okay. one, zero. I'm rooting for you. That's correct. It's your first, first visit. So. keep track. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. if you're going to keep track, then yeah, that's good. <laughs> Usually I do, but I have not done that, I guess. <laughs> but so three points for Mara, one mm-hmm. for DJ Lil, zero for me. And you're on to your second find. We're on to the second item here. Yes. Exciting. Who remembers Beanie Babies? Me. Who loves Beanie Babies? We have to talk I... about Beanie Babies. I'm fine bi- with Beanie Babies. There's a Beanie Baby suitcase. There introduced. is a Beanie Baby yeah. for everyone and mm-hmm. everything and anything. And I don't even know how many they've made at this point. There's even like different brands under the Beanie Baby mm-hmm. um, original setting that we're accustomed to. So what we're looking at today is a 1999 Beanie Babies official club bag kit. New with tags, not open. (laughs) New with tags. New with tags. So. NWT. I actually don't know what other kind of treats could be in here. Maybe some uh, spoiled candy. Spoiled (laughs) candy. New with tags. Never worn. (laughs) No. So it's, uh, I'd say like lunchbox size, like classic lunchbox size, little purple handle on top. Um, it's got the cute Beanie Babies, like, uh, the font where it looks like it's just vibrating or, like, oscillating on yeah, its own. It's like Fonts a bubble font the side. Yeah. Um, little tag on the back. And we have a clear uh, window where we can see Clubby 2. Clubby 2. The bear. Okay. <laughs> in there. Gotcha. I'd, I'd say that this bear is like a periwinkly, purpley mm-hmm. sort of color. Yep. Um, so he's been in there for a super long time. 
Get this just for this day to arrive <laughs> just for this day yeah. i've had this for a while and i wasn't sure what really to do with it but i knew it was going to be important one day mm-hmm. um, well, <laughs> yep y2k yeah. um also in the bag that i can see because i said i'm trying not to open it because eh, it could just be <laughs> it stayed in package this long <laughs> <laughs> i'll give it a couple more months yeah, yeah, yeah. um there's a collector cards which are wrapped for surprise collector coin etc um yeah i did the not ty tag is huge and cool yeah it's massive cool. mm-hmm. and the tags are a lot of the value uh such are their typos as well which i'll get to you later on that's correct yeah i have a little beanie baby story that happened in my neighborhood and I, I did grow up with beanie babies but my sister and i definitely like had played with them as like parts of our regular toys so probably the ones we have don't have any value left except for they were much loved and still floating around there are beanie babies uh in this very room Mm -hmm. somewhere um not up there oh maybe somewhere um (laughs) on my wrestling shelf which is behind mara there's three or four beanie babies of wrestling beanie babies oh goodness that i've grown up with that but the wrestling beanie babies oh, are yeah. just the undertaker ones, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Wait, make I'll, him ride the grave digger Aww. yeah that's pretty cool so my wrestling beanie babies are just simply different colored bears with wrestlers names <laughs> on them on. yeah they're very cute very cute yeah beanie yeah. babies were super cute and um like I said, I had a bunch growing up. I was curious if either of you had any, uh, like, favorite Beanie Baby, uh, most memorable Beanie Baby story. Um, well, there was mine. You already got rid. I already said mine. I have the I have the the Beanie Baby, the wrestler Beanie Babies that I've had still to this day that have made it to my thirty fourth year on the planet <laughs> <laughs> into my living room of my current home. So yeah, I'm not yeah. doing very well. <laughs> That's so funny. I don't have anything exciting. I feel similarly like had the standard fare bag of them. They weren't my top toy. I probably came in like towards the end, like they had already ridden their wave. There were there wasn't buzz about them like there there had been. There, there was, definitely was. <laughs> yeah, it was like mass market. Yeah. And, like, the value will never go down, no, we promise. No. And it was, like, the ones that everybody had, like, mm-hmm. of my crew. Like, everyone had the same exact yeah. few. I can, like, the the green one with, like, a little soccer pendant on it. Cool. I saw in every home, like, every friend's <laughs> cool. home. Everybody ended up with that one. Cool. Um, but the, the Silly Beanie Baby story I do have is um, I got my, like, entry into the secondhand world pretty young. Um my extended family were big uh, flea market people. Our one of our local flea markets has moved around and been in a bunch of different iterations, but as Rossi's as we know it today, which is is, is not far from us. And I would like hawk my kids' stuff as I was growing up. Like we'd go maybe once a summer and I'd unload a bunch of stuff I had grown out of. That was like a thing. And I'd do it with my cousins. We'd have a we'd have a ball, we'd get chick on a stick, make it a whole family. (laughs) It's great memories. It's like foundational cute cute memories. Sure. It was a whole family affair, very cute. But anyway, there are always um, you know, there are folks that are that are trying to make a buck who see some young kids at a table and are like, oh, 
you know there's yeah. there's money to be yeah, had here there, yeah. there's gold um <laughs> yes so you you learned you learned what that was you know life lessons blah 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 but but inevitably we, we did this for 10 years like without you know with with pretty regularity maybe once a year so you, you'd come to know some of these people or recognize them and so every summer we'd be just ready to set up and somebody would come and the first thing that they'd ask for is do you have any hand puppets <laughs> oh whoa i've never owned a hand puppet so the answer was always no if you get the elf deity <laughs> puppet you will come you home with a visit. hand puppet today you get to visit in a hand yeah. puppet the question was always do you have any civil war memorabilia okay as like a 12 year old it had none none handy the, the third question asked, wasn't around for it as it turns out the third question asked of the hawkers was always what about beanie babies mm. and that would have been in like the early aughts like when they really maybe had lost had had hit their bottom yeah but they were like just waiting for that promise that yeah. i'm sure we're going to talk about mm. those few that yeah really were gonna princess die bear <laughs> did the princess die ever go down I mean, I know when as a I person l- she's down, but I mean <laughs> oh the, <laughs> but, but I mean the bear. When I was doing some, let me confirm that it's not part of my my question. Princess Diana, is she dead? Um, yes. <laughs> okay, when I was doing my research, I remember the number of five hundred thousand yeah. dollars attached to the. Uh, Price tag, wow. current price tag of the Princess Die Bear. Holy cow. It looks like a bear. It's yeah. purple. Yeah. Um. So the Princess Die Bear, people still talk about it. Correct. Legendary. Pretty cool. So 500,000 one... is the number that is wow. sticking to my. So memory. all I have to, you're telling me in life, all I've had to do <laughs> the entire time I've been alive was find one with princess. Tags. One princess die <laughs> beanie baby with tags. That's the only thing I could have done that could have been it's, better than what I've ever out done. There That's somewhere. only one thing. That's only one thing. Man. There might be another one, though, I have up my sleeve that you might want to find oh. instead. I'm feeling rarely positive about this. Okay. <laughs> about my next six months okay. of life. Finding out the only thing I could have done was that, and I could have been in a better spot. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to share my quick beanie baby oh, my- story. Oh, your coaster is <laughs> My floating. coaster got stuck to my bottle. Go on. Boy. Yeah. Um, so about like a 10-minute walk from my house growing up, there was a shopping plaza. That shopping plaza has now been turned into like giant like um, sort of condominium set up. Uh, they're going to find out that there's some kind of underwater creek there and it's it all the parking lot of that place was always a mess. They're going to find out that that sinks over time <laughs> we love the rest just let you know that was my favorite parking lot to go downhill it had to be one of like the it had to be like the fourth hill in our town yeah that was where i practiced like uh shopping cart riding was down that hill while my mom watched and gave me pointers cool um so we do that sometimes avoid the potholes there was a kroger's was the main uh attraction i guess i'd call it in the shopping center and then there was a ride aid i think and then it was set up so there were like offices on the other end of the shopping plaza connected to the the building the building was all that sort of like murky brown with darker brown Mm -hmm. 
like slanted mm-hmm. um roof bit i could see that yeah yep. flat roofs though look like it which were caught, also a problem yeah it looked like it caught on fire shopping. at some point in time but it didn't that was like the original design <laughs> um in this case it was that the roof started leaking and the landlord yeah. just didn't ever that's why the krogers had to leave so that and it took my dream job with it the um, krogers <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 i remember so yeah, there's a Kroger's and then Rite Aid, a uh, pizza place named Anthony's. Shout out Anthony's Great Pizza. Nice. They are, they still exist in my hometown. They've just had to move around a couple times um, due to other shopping plazas with issues. Um, <laughs> sure, sure. And then there was the Hallmark store. Mm-hmm. Now, the Hallmark store, we know, is where you go to find like your little holiday ornaments, gifts for people who are... Um, like grandma style gifts mm-hmm. or collector gifts. Yeah. Um, I've a, I've a couple in the Brick Body Kids shop. I've a couple like praying hands. The precious moments. Precious I'm moments, sure. Angel. Very that. Crew necks. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah so praying. So like precious very... moments. Angel praying crew necks. I have. Oh if yeah. Anyone needs them. <laughs> yeah. Everyone needs. So all kinds of like you know uh, cute or collectible items. And so as kids, we were like waiting for pizza to be ready. Go look in the store. The old ladies who ran that store were so mean. And they did not want anyone in their store, first of all, especially children, it seemed. Now, with all (laughs) the. We're like, I don't know. Those are cool things. Maybe I'll save up money and come back. Never mind. You don't want me here. Um,. Also, in all the collectibles, they started carrying Beanie Babies. And in those plastic cases of do not touch, do not come near this. Yeah. One night, unfortunately, they got robbed. (gasps) The Hallmark store. Mm. So the sherbet colored iguana was gone is what you're telling me. (laughs) Whoa, I just got flashbacks. The sherbet yeah. <laughs> yeah, the sherbet yep. colored oh, I know iguana. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I was just thinking that, like, the Hallmark store, whoever made this decision needs to be, I don't know, all their shelves Taken were out glass. Back. Yeah, yeah. They were always glass, which yeah. made no sense because, yeah, they sold, like, stuffed animals for kids. And you're like, I don't want to put it back wrong. Oh yeah. And a lot of their things they sold were porcelain or glass. Yeah, exactly. Right. The Beanie Babies <laughs> were definitely, like, an add-on because of... Um, collector value sure. yeah. and so when i say they got robbed um they just got robbed of beanie babies That's oh, they didn't even man. get robbed of like anything anything else what so a- someone went in there found princess die and sherbert the iguana yeah uh, whatever <laughs> yeah. its name is sure the sherbert um, colored iguana yeah they cleaned up and they said we're done we need that purple need dragon that. was probably gone too we need that heist film. We need that heist yeah. film. Like yeah. how that how that play out? I want so that. very unfortunate. But also, they were super crotchety and probably wouldn't have never sold us a beanie baby. <laughs> anyway, like two fifty-six-year-old women named Carolyn went in there after hours and <laughs> just like, fucking <laughs> took them. <laughs> <laughs> yup. Yeah. So that's my uh, beanie baby's cool. craze cool. story. Yeah. So my first question. Beanie Babies had their world debut in 1993 at the World Toy Fair in New York City. What was their nickname given by some critics? Oh, I'm oh. I'm happy to hear your fake answers because I'm I'm interested to see what your <laughs> fake 
You know, I, I try to <laughs> They're decent. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And one of them could be right. Beanie so, slander. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. So we have A, pipe dream babies. Okay, oh. cool. Oh, that that what's marked that like right now today? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. B roadkill. Interesting. C ties nice tries. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Ooh, As uh-huh. in Ty Incorporated, yes. uh, named by the owner Ty Warner. That's yeah. Um, D none of the above. Mm, does Mara go first or do I go first? I think I think you're up, Tony. I'm up I'm first. up first. Correct. Okay. Would you like me to repeat? Yeah, repeat these? the answers okay. one more time. All right. So the question is what was the nickname given by some critics? A Pipe Dream Babies. B Roadkill. C Ties Nice Tries. Or D None of the Above. Mmm. I wonder if there are any Beanie Baby fans who listen to the show. Because the stuff that we had last week, there were some fans that, listeners, I should say, that sent some messages that said, I know this stuff. I'm hoping there's some uh, pellet heads out there, as they, <laughs> as they call them. I'm going to go with B, Roadkill, because that seems like a fun consumer money-making And this could be like professional name. jealousy also. Yes, too. Yeah. yes, yes, yes. I think Roadkill would be a, a safe answer here. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think roadkill was a, was a smart decision because they they just kind of like if you would throw a beanie baby <laughs> on the ground it would it would it yeah. would make the sound splat the sound effects splat and we know roadkill when you throw <laughs> it on the ground <laughs> traditionally yeah yeah um i love pipe dream babies i have to choose a oh i thought we were both going with b but we got i, an a I was last going second. to yeah, i'm so drawn to that it's so funny well, the good news, the, it's all good news for you because you're either A, right, or B, you're not right, and then you could market that for yourself. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't exist. True. So you win no matter what. All right, so one more time for all those yes. Beanie Baby fans at home. Yes, for sure. Beanie Babies had their world debut in 1993 at the World Toy Fair in New York City. What was their nickname given by some critics? Toddy answered first. Mm-hmm. Went with B, Roadkill. Yes. And you got your first point on the I board. I got my Whoa, first point. It's Roadkill, road consumer capitalism. Good band And it was indeed kill. due to their floppy, understuffed nature. Yeah, right? So unfortunately, it doesn't unfortunately, look like... Unfortunately, Mara, uh, A is incorrect, but by mm. all means, I just came up with it's that worst. name as far as I know, so... Let's check on the uh, the domain for that. Yeah. <laughs> go, go right <laughs> ahead. Little ditty. Uh, but go right yeah. ahead. Roadkill, very, very yeah, good. Yeah, the produ- the pr- I, I have my producer checking on it now. <laughs> 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 They'll let us know. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So I got a point. One point for One Ty. Point. Sorry. Three points. points there. So we each have a point. Correct. And Mara still has three. So Mara still, still in lead. lead. Yep. Moving on to my next question about Beanie Babies. As of the taping of this episode, Ooh. what is the current most sought after Beanie Baby? So as opposed to Thursday night, as opposed to Sunday night, <laughs> when this episode it's will like, be up. <laughs> um, this is like the stock market. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Based on the research I gathered today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who Got knows you. what's going to happen in six hours. Yeah. <clears throat> Is it A, 
legs the frog. B, the end the bear. What uh-huh. a name. Um, C. What a sobering feeling. Right? <laughs> yeah. The end the bear. The are, these answers that I'm listing are all indeed yeah. true. True Beanie, Beanie Babies, Babies names. Yeah. Lil did not. DJ Lil did not take any creative uh, yeah. endeavors here this yeah. round just to help you out. Mm-hmm. Um, C, Waddle the Penguin, or D, None of the Above. Mm. I think it's Mara's turn first. Mara's Would you like first. me to repeat the question and or answers for you? I think I'm ready. I don't know that this is the correct answer, but I've definitely seen this on the weird yahoo.com like if you have this in your closet (laughs) hold on to it sort of clickbait article it'll make you live 15 more years you know citing that as a as my my evidence is already pretty questionable i'm gonna go with a legs the frog go with a i was gonna say a legs the frog interesting hmm that's what that's what my heart told me but since i'm down so many points i think i might want to shoot for a different answer you want to bet that point yeah you could also bet points but if you bet a point and get it wrong (laughs) you lose that point but if you bet it and get it right you get double oh um so i'm not gonna bet a point because i'm not that confident but i'm also gonna go with legs the frog which is a legs the frog by the way i play fantasy football on yahoo.com and it's probably the straightest thing i've ever done <laughs> it's probably the straightest thing i've done for uh, my whole life and i'm like i've been doing it for like seven years okay. do not tell anyone um, <laughs> i'll keep that under wraps yeah i'm gonna go with a legs the frog though all right so as of the taping of this episode what is the current most sought after beanie baby a legs the frog b the end the bear c waddle the penguin or d none of the above you both went with a yes you are both incorrect the allure of legs is d none of the above get this its name is employee the bear no it isn't (laughs) (laughs) employee the bear yo it's a purple bear it was given only to sales reps Uh, was it Mm -hmm. (laughs) because they are good workers (laughs) signed by ty warner himself and serial numbers only go up to 253 they made real sure to uh, check that any of those did not hit a resale market like w- within yeah. a certain amount of time huh. after they were given. So if you find employee the bear, whew. yeah. So like there are 253 employee because this is you know the nineties yeah. mm-hmm. now. So in it, 253 wills across this country, employee the bear is a is a line item in those wills. That's a crazy thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sometimes people have enough stuff to have wills, and then other people have wills with employee the bear. In. <laughs> 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 like that's like it's like yeah, I got an aunt. She's not doing too well. And we're, but you, I'm kind of staying close to her because she has you know an employee the bear. <laughs> right. I don't know. I thought maybe that's she could think of me. There. I don't know. 
But, yeah, that really threw me off. Um, but finding that out that there was a bear named The End really made my day. Yeah. Um, it yeah. is for the end of uh, 1999, New Year's Eve. I think it was for the... Cool. It's literally a Y2K so, bear. It's, yes. Yeah. It's, it's literally it's, the end. It's, it's black, the end. and it has little fireworks in the... Um, the sewing as fireworks, yeah. and then, like, the classic, like, uh, old cartoons, like, The End writing. Cool. Very ominous. Cool. And I'd like to <clears throat> find one. That could be like the muse of a, yeah. of a of a project. That's really funny. These are the feet. This craze is just, it's scary. Of Beanie. They're just cute. Crazed. That's the new baddie. Collectors. You ready? They've been waiting hours for Coach House gift store to open. I like the duck. What we got? Two raccoons, two skunks, and two spiders. I say you have to admit they're cute. Here's a quick lesson on this beanie craze. A company called Ty makes them, releases them with different names. They're only after something, an animal, an animal, basically. They haven't done like funguses. Then retires them one at a time. There's Snort, Seaweed, Jabber, Jake. When they're first released, you can get them for about five to seven dollars. Once they retire, the value goes up. In like two years, there was like $245 and stuff. He's worth about $4,000. Meet employee bear and his owner, Joy Brizaghella. A Beanie Baby collector resold it to her for about $400, and he ended up being worth about $4,000. To Joy, my tie-dye Lizzie I bet is very much like a Mickey Mouse baseball card. And it's a social event. It's how she met good friend and fellow collector. I love them, and I'm obsessed. Debbie Surstance. It's like going back into a second childhood. It can be an expensive second childhood. Debbie spent $1,800 on this hard-to-find bear. I wanted it so badly, and I wanted a good one. Beanie Baby values may explain tight security at the gift store we visited. Yeah, we gotta keep everybody behind the line. Just in case beanie collectors get out of hand. I think a lot of people see them and see dollar signs. No trouble today. Every beanie crazy buyer. What can I get for you, young man? Goes away content. Debbie Dejanovic, Fox 13 News. So I, I didn't, I still have the one point. Now Mara, who's in the lead, this helps us out, Lil, because we could possibly catch up here. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way. But uh, Mara uh, has two finds. And I, again, I said it before, but one of the finds is pretty special. And at Thrifty Podcast, you're definitely going to check it out because mm-hmm. it encompasses most of the picture. But unfortunately, unfortunately for this week, folks, We've ran out of time. How sad. But I can't hype this enough. Next week's plush part two is going to be off the chain. Mara is sharing something that I've not seen before in video, in picture, or in person. So you're going to want to check out next week's episode. Sorry for the cliffhanger, everybody. And for everybody else, you know what it is. Get roached.